Playing by the uncertainties of our modern world, life can seem awfully bleak at times. In our search for purpose, meaning, and certainty, most of us would love to have an inkling of what lies ahead, to have even a glimpse of tomorrow today. In our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today, we share from the Bible a wonderful blueprint of hope, which reveals that God wants us to live an abundant life and that he has an amazing future planned for us. Welcome to our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today. I'm your host, Merrick Brown. Thank you always for joining me on this journey of hope. Listen, I always want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and to share these messages of hope wherever you listen, uh, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, and just all who you meet in, in life's journey. So now, uh, you have accepted Jesus. If you have accepted Jesus into your life as your personal Savior, what's the next step? You may be wondering. Some folks may be wondering. Um, well, the next step involves your commitment to follow Jesus wherever he leads you to, to allow him to direct your life in the here and now as he leads you into eternal life. Get that eternal life. That's pretty exciting, right? Jesus wants us to have eternal life. And so what does that really look like? What does that look like? Uh, what does it look like to follow Jesus today? What does it mean to be a Christian today? Well, most Christians will tell you that if you accept Jesus into your life, then you need to make sure that you're part of a, a church or a Christian community. And if they tell you this, they will be absolutely right, right? Now, so the, the Greek word for church is ekklesia, and it simply means the called out ones or a community of believers who have chosen to take a stand with Jesus and to follow him wherever he leads them. Now, Jesus did emphasize the importance of community and fellowship uh, as we choose to follow him, right? And so uh, following Jesus does involve actually uh, Actively participating in a supportive community of believers and fostering connections and providing mutual support in that community. I mean, as humans, we are social beings, right? And so Jesus wanted, wants us to be a part of a, a spiritual community. Uh, you know, the, the famous Christian evangelist Billy Graham once said that following Jesus means that we seek to obey him every day. He says, Jesus knows what is best for us and has told us how he wants us to live in his word the Bible. And so ultimately, following Jesus involves a personal decision on your part and on my part to live daily by every word that comes from God, that comes from the Bible, so that Jesus will not only be our Savior, but that he also will be Lord of our lives. Now, I know that some people just about now are saying, hey, listen, I can accept Jesus as my personal savior, as the one who died for me, uh, you know, in order to give me eternal life and to forgive my sins. But what do you mean here that Jesus also needs to be Lord of my life? Do you mean Jesus is going to actually tell me what to do? Uh, is Jesus going to tell me how to live my life? And uh, so my short answer would be yes, Jesus is going to be Lord of your life. In a good way. Uh, and of course, I, I mean, I looked up the word Lord and basically it means one having power and authority over others. So Jesus will be the authority and power in your life. I mean, of course, if you allow him to do this right in a good way for your benefit and for your blessing. And ultimately, the ultimate prize here is eternal life. Right. So we got to keep that in mind now. I get that most of us, uh, we, we don't like when people in authority tell us what to do. I know some people bristle at the thought of that. And of course, many people want limited government in their lives. They don't want their bosses to be too bossy. In fact, most times we, we want the power, we want the authority to tell others what to do and not the other way around, right? Of course, I, I know that. And I know, especially in America, people are very, you know, people very much value their freedoms, their individuality, uh, you know, diversity is, is a big thing. 
right? And and, and sometimes people will say, hey, uh, do what works for you. Live your life on your own terms. And I can understand that to a certain degree. But here, here what, here's what Jesus says here in, in Luke chapter 9, verse 23. He says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, he says, and take up your cross daily and follow me. Let me read that again. He says, uh, this is Luke chapter 9, verse 23. He says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way and take up your cross and follow me. Well, well. So, so what is Jesus uh, saying here, right? He says we must give up our own way if we want to follow him. What is he saying here? Well, essentially, he's saying that following him involves self-denial. And, and what really is self-denial? Well, self-denial refers to the act of willingly abstaining from certain desires, pleasures, or preferences uh, that may be actually contrary to God's will for your life, so that you will live for the greater purpose, for the higher goal of following Jesus' way and not your own way. And, 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 and if you do that, you're on the road to eternal life. And so self-denial says that I used to live a certain way. I used to live life on my own terms. I used to live my way. I used to live by my rules, right? But now I'm choosing to follow in Jesus's way because I know that his way is the best way for my life and for my well-being. And so essentially Jesus becomes Lord of our lives when we choose to give up our own way in order to follow the better way, which is his way, right? That is simply what self-denial is. In fact, that is simply what the Christian life and Christian way is. That's what it's all about, really. That's simply what it comes down to. And and, and Jesus says here in John, in the, in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 15, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. He also says here in Luke chapter 6, verse 46, and I think this is an important um, text that we need to consider, right? If we want to follow Jesus. He says, why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? Wow, that's powerful, right? And so and so, if we're going to say Jesus is Savior and Lord of our lives, we need to follow Jesus. We need to do what he says. We need to follow his commandments, right? That is very important. So he's saying here that when you decide, when Jesus is saying, when you decide to follow me, uh, when you decide to become a Christian, to live by his commandments to live by every word that comes from him that is found in the Bible. You are truly his disciple or his follower, and, and you're on the road that leads to eternal life with Jesus. Jesus says to us there in John, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 14, he says, You are my friends if you do what I command you. Right? So giving up our own way for Jesus' way, making Jesus Lord of your life, will mean that. All our earthly self-interests, they become secondary to the interests of Jesus and the kingdom of God. So here's the thing. When Jesus is truly Lord and master of your life, you will honor him above everything else. Right? You will honor him above everything else. You will not have divided loyalties when you choose to follow Jesus. You will not idolize others above Jesus. Your relationship with him will take first priority above everything else. I mean, including your your, your spouse, your children, your parents, your career, uh, your extended family, your country, your political affiliation. I mean, your career, finances, favorite sports team, music, or even your favorite Hollywood celebrity. Listen, I know that sounded a bit radical, but when you think about it, it, it does make sense, right? Here's what Jesus says in, in um, 
Matthew chapter 10, verse 37 to 38. He says, if you love your father or mother more than me, more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Wow. Right? If you love your son or your daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. Right? So again, when we think about this, when we remind ourselves that Jesus is not only humanity's savior, but that he's also our creator and that Jesus is God, then the claim that he makes on your life and on my life will not at all seem all that unreasonable. Think about it. Jesus is God, right? I mean, God needs to be first in our lives, right? I mean, the first and the greatest commandment in the Bible tells us that we should love God with all our heart, mind, and, and, and soul. I mean, you find a version of that in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 38, right? And so, just about, I mean, uh, now, uh, just, just I, I just love how John, the apostle, puts it here in, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, right? I, I love this. He, he, he says, and this is the, like, the New Living Translation of the Bible. He says, we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. Did you catch that? You catch what he said, right? This is First John chapter 3, verse 16. He says, we love, sorry, well, we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. In other words, friends, it is only as God takes first place in our heart because of our love for him. It is only as we truly learn to love Jesus with our entire being, it is only then that we begin to understand what it means to love our spouse, our children, our parents, and just all who are nearest and dearest to us. Friends, you can trust God. You can trust Jesus. He wants to be the, the, the very, be, I mean, he wants the very best for your life, right? I know I can trust him. I know from experience that I can trust God. I can trust Jesus. I, I, I know that he wants the very best for me, that he wants the very best for us. Uh, when we allow Jesus to be Lord of our lives, when we live by his way and not our way, right? Jesus will just bless our lives. When we prioritize Jesus above everything else, in our lives, right? Um, we will be on that road to uh, abundant living and eternal life with Jesus. Listen, I mean, I always go back to the words of this song. It was written by uh, Lynn Keister. That's her name, right? Uh, and basically for me, it summarizes my own testimony, my own personal commitment to following Jesus as Lord, uh, just to allow him to be Lord of my life always. And, and the words of the song goes like this. It says... I, I, I say, yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say, yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. It says, when your spirit speaks to me with my whole life, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Hey, listen. Above everything else, God wants the very best for your life. Don't ever forget that. Jesus wants the best for your life, right? Uh, you can trust his word. Um, yes, it's true. God, he knows the desires of your heart. I can testify that that is true. He wants for you to be whole, to be well, to be happy, to be at peace, uh, to be loving and to be loved, to be kind, to be joyful, to be given and to be true. That is what God wants for you. That is what God wants for me. And so, 
what does it mean today uh, to follow Jesus? It means to surrender your way and to follow Jesus' way so that he will reign in your life, right? Because his way is always the right way for your life, right? How do we know this? How do we know Jesus' way, right? His way, his commands, his words can be found in the Bible, right? That's where we go to find Jesus' way and Jesus' commands and directives for our lives, right? And he invites us uh, to live daily by every word that comes from him, that comes from the Bible, right? Why not make a decision today to make Jesus not only your Savior, but also surrender to him uh, as, as Lord of your life, right? Why not do that? Uh, the Lord Jesus loves us. I mean, he loves, uh, loves us so much. And of course, he has many wonderful plans for us. In fact, it tells us, he tells us there in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 to 14, he says, I know what I've planned for you. I've planned to prosper you, not to harm you, he says. I've planned to give you a future with hope. When you call out to me and, and come to me in prayer, uh, I will hear your prayers, Jesus says, uh, if you seek me with all of your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you. My friends, the Lord Jesus has planned an amazing future for us. My hope is that you will come to trust him, that you will choose to live by his way, right? By his word and, and, and not by your own way, right? I promise you, if you do, your life will never be the same. Listen, I always want to encourage you to remember to like, to subscribe, and to just share this podcast um, to whomever you know. Just share. I mean, spread the word, right? Spread the good news. And of course, you can always email me. My email address is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. It's knowingtomorrowtoday uh, at gmail.com. I mean, if you have questions, um, if you have prayer requests, uh, just reach out to me, right? Listen, when you do, I'm going to send you a book stub that has a free copy of the book that actually inspired this podcast. It's called, the book is called uh, Knowing Tomorrow Today, uh, Glimpses of the Future That Will Change Your Life. I will, if you, when you email me, I'll send you a free copy of that book. Listen, may God continue to bless you. I'm Merrick Brown. Until next time, stay blessed and stay well. Keep it.